Welcome back to another episode of A Cup of Coffee. I am your host and speaker, Levo Coffee. This is episode 65. I just want to say, man, this has been a hell of a week this week. I've learned a lot and I've experienced a lot as well. I hope you're all okay out there. Black History Month is coming to an end. And as we come to an end for Black History Month, uh, it appears as if America might be going into another war. So I know a lot of people have been upset and shocked and disapprove of this war that um that we may be going into it's not 100% yes not 100% no yet it's just a lot of what people think what people are saying and social media doing its thing but as of right now the Ukraine has been invaded by Russia and I see a lot of people in America people especially some people that I know who have been like oh no this is not okay we should not we should not allow this to happen Russia is making a mistake. F Russia, F Russia. And I'm like, man, as far as I know, as far as I can think of, America has been doing this. America has been at war with countries since, what, the 60s? I don't think we've had a a year since then that we've not been at war, either either internally or with another country. When it comes to other countries specifically, I think we've been at war since the 90s, nonstop. Like, we've always been in a country. There's not been a time of peace you know, technically with with America, because we've been battling other country wars and dipping our toes in places that our toes should not be dipped in. So with that information, right, people know this, this is common, common knowledge here in America. People are still upset and, dis- and, and, and disappointed with Russia for invading the Ukraine when it's like, bro, we we are all over the the, uh, the Middle East right now, invading their country, invading, invading their privacy. Who the fuck is mad about that? Who's upset with us for being in other countries for whatever the reason is, whether we don't like who's in control of their regime regime or if we are trying to get oil, we're trying to get herbs and spices, whatever it is. We have been invading other countries for a long time. So how are we now upset that a different country that's that's also a powerhouse has invaded some other country for whatever the reason is now? I know people have been posting online that back in 2013, these different things were happening, happening between the Ukraine and Russia. And Trump was the reason why they didn't, the war didn't happen when he was in office. But since he's out of office and Biden is now in office, they're like, oh, Biden's not handling things correctly. So they're going to war with Russia. And Russia is now threatening to, you know, pretty much and less, less a word say, hey, if things don't keep happening the way I want it to happen or if things happen that I don't like to happen or other countries invade, invade this space while I'm trying to do what I'm doing, it will be some consequences that the world has never seen before. And from what I'm hearing, it sounds like this man talking about he about to go get some nukes and some shit and start fucking us up and we try to attack. Again, we've been at war pretty much all my life. And I feel as if the only reason right now that I have some, some fears because I know people who are in the military personally that are my age, right? I'm 28. Out of people who've been there for since they were 18, on people who, who got in when they were, you know, 21, 27, 26, whatever, they're now in the military. So for me, I'm like, man, I know these people, I care about these people, I don't want them to go to war. And ever since, you know, things have been in the media about the war, I often just find myself looking up at the sky, just looking up, thinking like, man, what if something falls out of the sky? What if something happens? What if something tragic happens? What if, you know, they're just like, oh, we're going to let our Russian secret agents, you know, like in America, they always have this Russian secret agent person who's um, who's there undercover, kind of like in um, Black Widow from 
from Marvel, right? From the Avengers. She was like a spy. I, I'm thinking about that now. I, I live in a place where there are a lot of uh, minorities, right? Different people from different countries. And a lot of, and like, I'm, I don't mean just minorities as like black people or Hispanic people. I mean, if, you know, you're from a different country, you're a minority, you're not quote unquote the white American. So I live with around people who are from the Ukraine or from Russia or po from Poland, things like that. So I'm all funny, like, damn, what if only people are really a spy and they come out and say, like, yo, this is for Mother Russia. And start going crazy, you know, and I, I don't know if it's just my imagination. I have a wild imagination and my imagination is running wild with these different things. So I'm just like, OK, maybe what if this is possible? I'm not 100 percent sure. So I'm like, damn. But I don't get why a lot of these American citizens are, are, are upset with Russia or trying to act as if America is better. And it's like, yo, America has been in war for such a fucking long time. Why are we acting as if we're better than or anything like that when it's like, no, bro, we've been doing this. Why the fuck are we trying to, you know, punch the figure up to like, oh, my God, look at what you're doing. Look what you're doing. It's like, well, look at what we're doing. You know, they say whenever you point at somebody, there's always three fingers pointing back at you. So I went to my fellow Americans like, hey, man, listen, you got three fingers pointing back at us. Like, look at all stuff that we've been doing. If you don't know, Google what wars America, America has been in or have caused since the 1960s, the 1970s, 1980s, or what war we, what wars we have been in? Let's just say six, since the 60s, what wars have we been in? And look at how many wars do not have anything to do with us. It has to do with other countries, other you know, either doing internal uprisings or other countries trying to expand their land. And I also think that a lot of people forget that that's how countries are made and how territories are are, are created and 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 forged, like. Back in the day, way back in the day, let's say like the Spartan era, right, or the Viking era, they were going to different countries and they were taking over those countries and dominating those countries to get what they wanted or to, to help their friends get what they wanted or to, or to just change the regime or to say, hey, I don't like the way you run your country. And that might be detrimental to the, my country's future. We're going to attack. We're going to invade. We're going to take over. And then something else I I been hearing as well when it comes to just war right not specifically this war just any war that people are like oh my gosh i shouldn't have to you know be declared for the draft or be put into the, the to the army if my country is at war and they're losing the um the battle or if they go to war i shouldn't have to fight for my country and i'm telling you to tell all guys right you're going to have to fight for your country I think in uh, Belarus or in the Ukraine, I'm not sure which country, they just uh, said if you're from the age of 18 to 60, 60, you have to fight for your country. And it's like, yo, we all seen the movie Mulan. Like, I don't know why we're acting as if this is new information. This is strange. We seen Mulan and in Mulan, the father had to go fight for his 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 country, for his namesake. There was no, oh, I'm an old man. I already fought in the war. I'm not going to do it. No, if you're a man, you're an able-bodied man, even if you're semi-abled. You're going to have to get up and fight for your country because you need the, like, the people of your country want to fight. Women aren't supposed to be the one to fight because they have to carry the children, take care of the children. Men are the ones who are seen as the fighters. So with that being known, that being said, why are people acting as if, if, if America does get into this war, which it seems as if we're going to be the ones who get into the war? Why are people looking around and acting as if they don't know that? If you're under the age of 25, but 18 or older, between 18, 18 to 25, you have to be in the draft. Like you have to declare for the draft when you're 18. So they could at any time say, yo, listen, we're going to war. We need you to fight for your country. They can even say, listen, 
we're losing this war. Men from the age of 18 to 40, you have to fight for your country. And there is no, oh, I'm disabled. I can't do this. I can't do that. No, they tell you to fight for your country. You got to fight for your country unless you're going to pull a Muhammad Ali and say, you know what? Um, I'm not fighting for my country. I don't want to fight this war for you all. Throw me in jail. Do whatever you're going to do to me, but, but I'm not going to help you all. Unless you're going to pull that, which I don't think many people will, because many people don't, don't want to go to jail. So it's like, if you're not going to pull that, then you're going to have to go, then you're going to have to go and fight for your country. And if you don't want to fight for your country, you're going to have to leave your country if you have the means to leave your country. Many people don't have those means to leave the country. So you're stuck fighting for the country that you're in. Like, so I'm, I'm just wanting to address that because a lot of people have been saying, oh, I wouldn't do this. I wouldn't do that. Oh, they couldn't make me. Yes, they will. Yes, they can. If that, or you're going to be sitting, sitting in a jail cell wishing like, damn, maybe I could be free out there doing my own thing if I didn't, you know, if I didn't choose to not fight, I could have just chose to fight. And I'm not saying as a guy that you should or should not fight. I'm not saying that that's something that you should or should not do. I'm just saying I've been hearing a lot of people say what they wouldn't do and, and, and how they couldn't be forced to do it. And it's like, no, they can force you to do whatever the fuck they want to because you're a citizen of that country. And, and all countries have laws. Not every person knows every single law of their country. All countries have laws and some of them that we just live 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 with without fully knowing the expectations or the ramification of that law. And one of those laws that most countries have is, yo, you got to fight for your law. I think, I want to say in um, in Greece, right, they have where like each citizen has to serve either like as a cop or as in the military for one year. And like people are like, oh, that's like, that's not normal. It's like, no, that, that sounds about right. America should have that. Everybody should have to know what it's like to serve publicly, whether it's a cop, whether it's, I say cop, fire department, paramedics, not paramedics, you got a little bit more uh, medical for that, but as a cop, as a firefighter, as a person of the military, whatever branch you want to go to, you should have to do that. So that way you know, and you are at least prepared for things like this. If these, if this was to happen in America, a lot of American citizens won't know what to do. They won't even be able to protect themselves. They would either have to try to leave or they're just going to just be fucked up and just have to learn on the fly or, or, and or die. And I'm not saying this to say as if I'm like, you know, a super soldier who's out here a thousand percent prepared every single day, working out all the time, ready for it, train, clean guns and all that type of stuff, ready to fight. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm just saying is that I know that war comes to America. They're going to look at me and say, hey, you're a big body. You look like you can fight. You look like you're healthy. Get out here and fight. And and I understand. I know that and I'm prepared for that because I figured that's, that's, that's what it would take to be an American citizen. And if we go to war, like I knew that when I signed up for the draft, when I was 18 years old, fresh out of high school, and they said, this has to be done. And they explained the reason why it must be done to me. I wasn't confused. I wasn't trying to act confused. I, I knew what they were saying. So I'm like, we all good on my end. But a lot of people have been saying like, oh, I couldn't do that. I'm sitting here laughing like, okay, you better hope it doesn't come to that point. You better hope that, that uh, Russia stops or... Um, something could be done, whether it's like, well, like with one of their, 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 uh, trade partners or trade routes, something can be done and something can be stopped that will stop them from continue, continually, uh, attacking, uh, Ukraine. But as of right now, we're fucked. We're stuck. There's nothing that, that anybody can do. And all you can do is hope. All you can do is have hope. Now, speaking about hope. As a black person, we all know hope is what we were sold on when we voted for Obama, right? Hope, 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 hope. 
And recently, I want to say the black people's buying power, like the amount of money that we made has been the most in the last, what, ever in our, you know, time in America. I think like we made, we made $1.6 trillion. That's T-R, not B, not M, $1.6 trillion. So that's $1 trillion, $600 billion, yada, 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 all the way down to zero, right? To zero dollars, zero cents. So... When I saw that, I was like, damn, like, whoa, 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 whoa. How do we as people have $1.6 billion, $1.6 trillion in buying power, but we are still at the bottom of the barrel when it comes to America? So I started thinking like, damn, like, how can we make this change? Because I'm tired of my people being looked down upon and treated like shit and seen like shit and seen as less than for just being black. And I know that goes into our ethnic image. I talked about this on the last episode. Like we have to improve our ethnic images. We have to improve how people see us because the ethnic image is um, like stereotypes. They're gonna, we are all stereotyped, whether, whether it's in a good way or a bad way, we make those choices. And I'm like, damn, well, let's start building up our community. Like, how can we do that? And as I was thinking this, I saw a video with J.R. Smith, right, about buying power. And it was on the podcast that has to do with sports, um, where it's like a lot of, I think like three or four retired athletes have a podcast together. And they talk about sports. It's called I Am An Athlete Podcast. And J.R. Smith was on there was talking about finances. And he was like, you know, how he used to throw 60K in the club as like it was nothing. And how people were coming up to him, you know. Uh, you know, young kids are coming up to him talking about things that he did and some of his antics that he did and how he see other athletes around him as well who have money, who throw money, who blow money, how there are a ton of athletes who make over 100K a year, 600K a year, millions of dollars a year. But our our people are still at the bottom of the barrel when it comes to finances, when it comes to job opportunities, when it comes to life. And then it's like he was talking about how we still have to go to a bank to a white bank and ask white people for money and white people for contracts and we have to go to ask them to go to their gyms and go to their events and just go to their parties and things like that and then he was just asking like why don't we as black people have that for ourselves why don't we have a place that we can go or things that we can go to say oh this is owned by black people this is for black people we're and we're trying to build this up and um i read some of the comments and some of the comments were saying hey we had that back when we had black wall street and every time we try to make a community for ourselves as black people, it gets taken away by white people. White people are literally coming in and saying, hey, nope, we don't want you all to have this private space. We don't want you to have this money. We don't want you to have this wealth. We don't want you to grow grow your businesses or your culture. And they take it away. They burn it down. They blow it up for some reason. Or they make it just 10 times as hard so that when it comes to average everyday people like myself, when we're trying to say, okay, we want a piece of that pie. I'm tired of just being a worker. I want to be a owner. I want to own something, create something. I want that. We have to go out and ask a white person for a loan, a white person for, you know, the white institution for something. And I'm not trying to make this a black or white thing. But what I'm saying is with black people in America making 1.6 trillion, we have 1.6 trillion in buying power. Why are we still at the bottom of the barrel? Why is it that every other race of people that I see, that I see can come together and say, okay, hey, you're making 100K a year. You're making 20K a year. That's 120 together. Let's put this money together and go half. Or, you know, you put in what you can. I put in the majority and buy this 
this local uh, liquor store, this local uh, convenience store, this local gas station, this local shopping mall, this local parking lot, this local whatever, you know, local franchise. Why is it that other races of people are able to do that and come together? But when it comes to black people, we can't even talk to each other to get in those rooms, to get in those um like, you know, in that headspace, in that headway to say, hey, yeah, I want to do better. I want to be better. I want to grow my people. And I started thinking like, damn, why is that? And I started asking other people like, you know, why, why is the same as if, you know, Latin people can do this, Asian people can do this, Middle Eastern people can do this, but we can't. And some of the responses I got broke my heart, but I thought the same thing. And it was more of like, well, we think I and they think we. So. I'm like, oh, what do you mean? Please explain. And one of the people, he asked me not to say his name when I talk about this on the podcast. But um, he was like, yo, whenever I do something, right, I get a promotion. and say I make more money. My family's going to come to me and say, oh, my God, can you help me with A, B, C, and D? I need this. I need that. And since they're my family, I'm going to help them. Now, when it's their turn and they have money or I need something or I need some assistance, that I, sorry, that we turns into I. Well, I don't have this and you should have this and I don't want to do this for you. Or they just don't even text back. They don't call back. They don't respond. I'm like, damn, bro. Like, nah, that can't be real. But then I started asking other people who were not black, right? Like, hey, like, you know, if you have this much money or you're able to do this, would you do it? And they're like, yeah, you know, I would, you know, give what I can, live, live paycheck to paycheck, so my friends and family can come up and come and be better and we can all get to meet at the top and we can all put our money together to own, you know, a local, you know, apartment cleaning business to like to own a local convenience store, to own a local grocery store, to own a, you know, to start a business where we clean windows, start a business where we go, uh, you know, a, a mobile car detailing uh, business, whatever it is, they were just saying how they will they're willing to sacrifice what they have to put it into a group thing with the people of their own community, whether it's their family, whether it's their friends, whatever, put the money into that, let that grow because they know that in the next five, 10, 15 years, when they have children or their children are older, or just in the next 15 years tops, they're going to have a return of interest and they're going to have be making money off of that. And they won't have to work for, you know, their boss. They're, they're waking up and going to work because, they want to get paid because they need that money for their bills. It's no longer an I thing of, oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. It's like, no, we all got to make this work so we all can eat. We all can pay. But then their children are going to live a better life. They're going to live a better life. So it's like, doesn't having a community make it better for people to grow and to prosper in the world? I'm not even saying the United States anymore. Just in the world, isn't it better to have a group of people because you going to go so far with the I mindset with me, 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 me. It has to become an us thing. And when it becomes an us thing, does that make things easier for you? For you? Does it make things better? Because you now have a group of people, resources that you can tap into, that you can reach out to, that you can, that can help you even just chase your dreams, right? Like, I'm not saying, like, let's just take money out of it. For me with this podcast, I don't have a community. I don't have anybody else to help me host this, to help me edit this, help me promote this, to help me post this. This is just me. But I have people around me who are asking me for help for different things. And I'm there 100% to help them, whether it's with their their small business that, that they're trying to start up, whether they're trying to start a podcast, whether they're need help uh, just even posting on my Instagram saying, hey, 
shout out to so-and-so for doing this, shout out to so-and-so for doing that. So I'm like, you know, it's like we need to get back into that we mindset because when you think as a group and as a team, you can go so much further and so much farther and do so much more in your life versus in you just thinking about, oh, I want this, I want that. And then you're trying to do it in yourself because eventually you're going to ask somebody for help. You're going to have to ask somebody for some assistance. You're going to have to reach out to someone and say, hey, I can help you with this. If you help me with this, give and take a little barter system, whatever it is, you're going to have to do it because it's literally so hard to get it done by yourself. We need help. People need to help other people. We have to start as black people. We have to stop thinking as I start thinking as we. And that even goes into relationships. I know when I wrote it down, I was talking to Tatum about it. And I was like, yo, how do you think about me bringing this up on a podcast? And when it comes to race things, like a place about black people, she always says, hey, like, if you want to bring that up, you can because she's not black. But she brought helped me expand my mind even more about the thought, right? So I'm thinking about just as, as a race thing, as people. But it's like, no, as people in general, like even with your uh, with your partner, sometimes people think I. I know earlier in our relationship, Tatum and I both thought I. Like, well, I want this. I plan on doing this. I plan on going here. I plan on doing that. We, we, we hadn't thought about the we much, what we are going to do, why we are going to do it, when are we going to do it, how are we going to do it, how does this look realistically in life playing out with to what we to, uh, you know, how we want things to go in our life? How long will it take to do these things? What sacrifices are we willing to make? How do we see our future playing out? We weren't thinking about the we. It was just the I. So I was saying I wanted it to uh, reach these goals. She was saying she wants to reach these goals. But together, when we start saying we want to reach these goals, we want to do these things. We want to go to these places that made it a lot easier for us now to where our goals are starting to be met. Cause it's like, okay, Hey, this month I'm going to suffer, but you're going to be, you're going to prosper next month. You're going to suffer, but I'm going to prosper. We have to be willing to suffer and struggle with each other and for each other to make that grow. And then that can even then play into the community because now you got a partner who's helping you out. Then you can go help other people who they might turn help somebody else who they can turn with return and help you. You never know what a good deed will turn into. You never know who you're helping, uh, what you're doing or, you know, you never know. So just, I'm saying like, just get out there, start changing your mindset. And it's not going to be easy. It's not at all. I, I think about stopping all the time because I'm trying to be there and help people and help people grow and help people have better lives and to, prosper and to think better and to just be overall better people and it's not always return from people who look like me it's not always return from people who talk like me who walk like me it's it's not and it, it, it's hard and i struggle with it because i do care about my people i want my people to grow tatum asked me all the time i was like oh why do why do why do you think your opinion matters to the way to the way other people live their lives and i'm like i don't think that my opinion matters to other people I truly just believe that as people, your opinion matters. And if it's a race of us, like black people for exist, uh, example, I'm also black. So if I see a black person, I'm like, okay, cool. That's my people. I'm going to help them with, you know, how they walk, how they talk, whatever, whatever, whatever. When they are seen in public, no matter what, if somebody has an experience with them and they're black, when they see me, they're going to think about having the same experience. They're going to think that they're going to have the same thing. They're going to think that it's going to be one of the same. And I'm like, that ain't fair to me. So to help people with my ethnic image and how I look into the, in their eyes, why not just help the, the overall ethnicity? And now I'm not saying there's one way to do everything for every group of people. No, but there, there are, you know, 
generalizations and stereotypes. And a lot of those come from things in the past that that has been done and that should be done and that could be done. And some things aren't fair, but some things are fair. But overall, you know, I've reached out to people who are from New York, who are black, from the South, who are black. And we've had pretty similar experiences. But then there are some experiences that go based upon just the region that you're in. A lot of people who are from the South love to love to love to fish. I, I'm, from, I'm from L.A. I'm from the city. You know, I lived in lived in the Bay as well. We not really fishing that often. So there are some differences. And then that just comes also to being individual people. Individual people also have their own purposes of what they do or don't like, why they do or don't like it, how they do or don't like it. So that's another thing that plays into the factor as well. But it's like overall, man, we got to start doing better. And also, I'm going to end it off with this because I have a question to my black women. Women in general, but specifically my black women. Now, I know a lot of the, the majority of my followers, my listeners are women. So this ain't to me to point fingers or to, to, to hate on y'all because y'all give me the most of my listens, the most of my views. And y'all the reason why I even, you know, have as many followers as I do on a consistent basis. But I have a question. Why can't I question black women? Why can't I question women in general? So this stems from a t- Twitter thread that I was a part of that I joined on where uh, a man was telling a story about his life growing up. And he told he what he said in the comment was like pretty much his father promised him to come. He was going to come see him one day. His mom got him dressed. Mom sent him outside. Mom was like, hey. Uh, wait for your dad. And then the dad never showed him. Mom was like, I don't know why you waited for him, him anyway. Like, what, what did you think? And then he was like, yo, like in his head, he said he thought like thinking back on it, mom, he, he fooled you, too. You don't got me dressed. You could have just told me, like, you know, he ain't gonna come. But it in, in the comments, it was a bunch of women just bashing men. Men ain't shit. Men ain't ever gonna be shit. Men ain't never gonna have shit. Fuck, man. My daddy wasn't shit. All these men out here ain't shit. Right. And there were. People agreeing. Like, yeah, man ain't shit. Man ain't shit. Man ain't shit. Fathers ain't shit. Like, like men become fathers and just be like, low down, dirty dogs. They ain't shit. And I was like, damn, in these comments, y'all all blaming the fathers. But yeah, y'all have yet to even ask the mother why this happened. Why is that? Why is the household broken? Why aren't we one unit, you know, one nuclear unit of a family? We don't question women for shit. We just assume that a woman said something happened and then that's the end all be all the hundred percent truth, hundred percent facts. And then when you start to ask questions, it's like, well, maybe the guy wasn't at fault. And I came to this thought because I grew up in a single parent household all my life. I always blamed my father for everything. He's the villain. He's the villain. He's the wrong one. Now, my mother wasn't the type of mother who dogged my dad. She wasn't like, oh, your dad ain't shit. He ain't shit. She wasn't doing that. That's not how she was. So I'm not going to try to portray that or even lie on her name like that a lie on her word like that she's type of mother who was like hey listen your father wants to see you if you want to see him and spend time with him let me know and you can do so but i was more of a like nah that ain't my cup of tea he ain't around so i don't want i don't want him to try to come in around now if he ain't here then he ain't here fuck it with me thinking that way that's how i was uh but now that i'm older and I'm dealing with women in their 20s, 30s, and 40s. Now, I'm not dealing with, that's like I'm dating these women because I have a fiance, but I'm dealing with, I'm talking with, I, I have relationships with them. We're friends, we're coworkers, we're associates. I, you know, social media is big, so I'm messaging these people on different comments, different stories, different videos, different, different platforms of social media as well. So I'm interacting with these women. And I'm like, damn, so 
Y'all just think that when a woman has a kid, she stops becoming, she stops being an ain't shit ass woman because y'all blaming men, which is fine. Cool. Men get the blame for it. It's on men's shoulders. But there are women out here in their 20s, 30s, and 40s right now who ain't shit. And they just get some dick, get pregnant, and become a mom. And then, at least in California, United States specifically, sorry, at least in California specifically, but I know in the United States as well, when a breakup happens or a woman has a child, the child is defaulted to the mother. It's not no, well, let's check check it out and see. Maybe she's a bad mother. We're going to make y'all do 50-50 split. One week you with this parent, next week you with the other parent. That ain't how it goes. By default, she gets that child and the father has to fight for the right to see his kids. And I only pose the question, why do we automatically automatically assume the father is the problem? Why wait, Why can't we just be like, yo, we don't know the answer. Maybe it's the father's fault. Maybe it's the mother's fault. And everybody, people, people were saying like, oh, well, fathers should fight harder to be in the child's life. Fathers should have to, to, fathers should go through hell and high water to be with their kids and be in their kids' lives. It's no excuse for you that you're making the excuse for the, all these, these deadbeat ass dads. I'm like, yo, y'all are kind of proving my point. I only said, why aren't we questioning the women? Why aren't the women being asked what they did? why the relationship broke up, why they aren't with the father to their children. And y'all felt as if I was attacking y'all moms. Oh, my mom's been through hell and back with, with, for me and with me. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm not judging your mom. I'm not trying to disrespect your mom. All I'm saying is ask her why your father isn't in the picture. Ask her why you have a broken household. Ask her what she did to push your father away and tell her to be 100% truthful. Don't come with that, oh, your father's a deadbeat, oh, he just didn't want to be around. And then if you know your father, you have his phone number, you're able to message him on social media, ask him, like, yo, Pop, what really we, what really went down with mom as to the reason as to why you two aren't together? And tell him to be honest. Tell him, have him tell his version of things of what he did and his version of things of what she did. Ask her her version of things of what she did and ask her her version of things of what he did. And then you have to come to the truth of what really happened. But... A lot of times, nine times out of ten, we're blaming the father. Like, oh, he ain't shit. He a deadbeat, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, well, bro, I'm dealing with women in their 20s right now. And they're fucking stupid. Literally. Women women in their 20s right now do dumb shit all the fucking time. And when you ask them why they did it, they said, I don't know. I just wanted to. Don't ask me why I'm doing this. It's, 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 it's my body. It's my choice. This is the way I want to do it. It's like, bro, all I'm asking is why the fuck did you pick up that plate of food that's hot as fuck, that bottle of water, and then put your phone in your mouth? And then try to talk to me and the phone fall out, hit the plate out your hand and fall on the floor. Why don't you just put your phone in your pocket, pick the, pick the food and water up, then go sit at the table and then take the phone out your pocket that way. And women will get fucking flustered and pissed off and start going crazy because you ask them a question about why they're doing things in a certain way. So it's like, you know, that's just a small example that actually happened to me with a person who's cool as fuck, who's sane, who's nice. And they just, she just, she just flipped the fuck out. I'm like, bro, ch- calm down, chill out. Like. It ain't that, it ain't really that serious. I'm just asking you a question. So if that happens to me, just asking a woman a question about food, y'all tripping out about kids. Y'all just all automatically assuming that, oh my gosh, when a woman has a child, she's no longer at fault. It's no longer her fault. It's the, it's, it's the father's fault. It's the, the father has to take blame for what's going on. And then I'm like, okay, so when do we put the blame on women? When is it a woman's fault? When is it woman doing too much? I've heard horror stories of, Men having to have sex with their ex just to spend time with their kids. I've heard horror stories of women saying, yo, you got to spend time with me, buy me clothes, buy me food, hang out with me to spend time with your kids. You, I heard horror stories of a man having to buy, to pay for his, his 
to pay for his child's uh, half sibling who has a different father. He's paying for another man's kids to do things because if he puts any money to his kid's pocket or buys stuff for his kid, the other kids get upset because their fathers aren't doing the same. So it's like, men got to go through all these different hoops and do all these other different things. Or I've heard horror stories of men saying, hey, I have a partner. I've moved on. My kids can't come to my house to be around my partner without her tripping and complaining. So now she's trying to keep my kids from me. And I heard, and many more other horror stories. And people are still saying, well, it's the man's fault. It's the man's fault. It's like, yo, when the fuck do we put the blame on the woman? When can we say, yo, hey, listen, ladies, I understand y'all been through some shit. Y'all heard, heard all these horror stories. But when is it your fault? When are you going to take responsibility for the things that you've done, how you do it, why you do it, and when you do it? When is that going to happen? The man can't be the blame for every single thing that, that negatively that happens to a woman. And then women are supposed to be the the uh, the the saviors of the fucking world. You can't you can't ask them anything, but they're supposed to be able to do all these other stuff. Have the world have their cake and eat it too. They want equality. They want equal everything. And they want to be able to have kids. And they want to be able to be, be be the strongest, best mom in the world. It's like, yo, something has to give. Why can't we ask you why you want all these things without being misogynistic, without being an asshole, without being called all these different names, without being considered a deadbeat, without considered to be an asshole, without people saying, oh, you must have had a bad relationship with somebody before. It's like, no, I'm asking a question based upon things that I've seen, heard, and know about in life. Why can't I question a woman? And no one has yet to be able to give me that answer. And that's why I'm going to cut this podcast off right now. I'm going to stop it here. This is the question of the day. Why can't we question women? Why are women allowed to just walk around the the world, the earth, United States specifically, without being questioned, but they can do say whatever about men. And then as soon as a man says something back, it's like, oh, well, women been through so much. What the, well, what the fuck have y'all been through that men haven't gone through? I'm talking to black women specifically on this one. What the fuck has, has, has black women been through that black men ain't gone through? That black men haven't been there with them right alongside them? Please answer that for me. This is Lavelle with a cup of coffee. Uh, please follow my Instagram at a cup of coffee. Same way as this podcast. It just has an underscore under it. So it's a cup of coffee underscore. You will see the photo, uh, profile photo of this podcast as my profile photo. You will see, uh, Different questions I ask, different videos that I post. Also follow my Twitter at a cup of coffee. Follow my YouTube page at a cup of coffee. I'm a cup of coffee everywhere except on Instagram. You gotta add an underscore. So this is Love. It's been Lavelle with a cup of coffee. I'm out of here. I love y'all. Peace.